0: Snuff Production. Relish, chutney, hollandaise or HB? Things are about to get saucy. You naughty little monkey you? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
1: Uh, shoes are off for today's app, Alex Dyson. That's big. You're not usually the uh, the kind of person who would take the, take
2: the big size 14s off.
1: I know, but that's the problem. They're brand new. Got some absolutely crisp new white sneakers. And uh, they're not doing great for my bunions. So... <laughs>
2: Wait, so, is that a joke?
1: Or are you, you? I got a I got a bent toe because I've had to squeeze my foot feet into um, so many small shoes over my lifetime. Yeah. So my second toe on my right foot is literally at a right angle. Okay, it's revolting. Anyway, uh, to the right, to the left. Up. No, sorry, like dire- down. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I got um, a curly second toe. Yeah. So, uh, so my my other one's sort of normal. Anyways, so maybe that's how second toes come. But Bell's isn't like that.
2: Well, we all know what the fifth toe does. What does fifth toe do? Wee 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 all the way home. Oh. a <laughs> little I, little. Piggy. I've
1: actually been doing that with Sophia. You know, that's <laughs> you should know this, that's mate. That's fresh in the mind. Um, bought a heap because you know I got the new shoes. Good, got a good promo code. Oh, nice. Yeah. 40% off is a pretty goodie.
2: Well, it's not the bi- only big purchase you'll be having this week. We've we've heard that Matt is heading along to an auction. It's something, you know, all Australians dream oh, of at one stage only. of life. It's his very first one. And we've put it out to the universe if there's any advice. We have some advice. That's coming up a little bit later I on. I wish
1: that there was shop promo codes for auctions. <laughs> You buy it and then you just chuck in the old forty percent off uh, code at the bottom. I'd take a shopper docket. I would take yeah. four cents off a square meter petrol fuel <laughs> to receipt if it if it
2: meant any cheaper housing. But um, but yeah,
1: fingers crossed. I can get I can get a win.
2: We're also going to be checking in with Rant Dog. And uh, speaking of big purchases, we have got another one to chat about in a moment. Matt O'Kine as part of this ridiculous daily podcast that we call Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here
0: we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
2: Well, I don't know how much you're going to be spending this weekend, Matt O'Kane. should the hammer come down on your uh, auction victory, but tell you what, you could get a nice uh, little NFT for about a million Australian dollars if you're... Uh, <laughs> if you're lucky. I mean, you just missed out on this auction.
1: Honestly, blows my mind. Who is buying these NFTs for so much money? I just don't understand
2: it. It's absolutely baffling.
1: But it's what's happening in the world at the moment. It
2: is. It's it's the new normal. And it is YouTube royalty, the latest thing to go up under the electronic hammer. The video, Charlie bit my finger.
0: Charlie bit me. Ow! Ow, Charlie! Ow! (laughs) <laughs> Charlie, that really hurts.
2: <laughs> That's right. Oh. Children in pain have a price tag, and it is $980,000 Australian dollars for the person who purchased the video, which is actually called Charlie Bit My Finger again. Uh, the sequel, you know, doing much better at the box office than the original by the looks of things. But, yeah, um, the people have take taken it off YouTube <laughs> And have sold it as an NFT. Not only that, you get to own the certificate of the non-fungible token, saying that you own "Charlie bit my finger," but you get to star in your own parody video featuring the original characters, uh, Charlie uh, and his brother Harry. So, so the bidding war,
1: like it, the, the auction, apparently was going fine. Then, then it got intense when some anonymous accounts started just sending the price. Very high north, okay, mm. towards the final hours, okay. So the eventual winner, 3F Music, ultimately outbidding someone called Meme Master.
2: Oh, Meme so, Master would be livid. <laughs> no, not quite the master,
1: are you, Meme Master?
2: This 14-year-old beer. I'm calling it Meme Apprentice. <laughs> if you can't get yourself Charlie bit my finger, you have no right calling yourself Meme Master. Um, 55 seconds long, which, hang on, let me get my uh, calculator out here. <clears throat> a second for this video. So you'll be getting a fair bit of enjoyment out of that. Just
1: doing that math. So one minute, something that goes for one minute ends up costing you almost a million dollars. That's literally having a baby. (laughs) So um, the act, one minute, a lifetime of bills. (laughs) The price tag, one million (laughs) dollars.
2: Goodness gracious! So, um,
1: um well, I mean, we actually, but it, look, I mean, this is the way the world is going. This is the new Nolan. You think it's just going to stop with what little middle memes, right? People's pictures on the internet, photos with words on them. Now we've got videos being sold as NFTs. We've got records. Turns out there's actually there's actually a whole bunch of other things, Alex Dyson, that are, that are hitting the NFT market. Well, can we can we sell Packer Up Boys? Well, we'd have a good chance. There's, well, look, I'll tell you what. I did some research, and I'm it's. Thanks to our mate, Gregory Saladfingers, I was chatting to him <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, behind the scenes. He gave me the scoop, okay? He gave me the scoop on the next set of NFT hot properties.
2: What's going on the, uh the virtual hammer?
1: Next thing that's going to be available as an NFT is the very first toilet wall with the words, for a good time, call blank. Oh man, that should be in the Smithsonian or something, shouldn't it? I was thinking about this when the first time that would have happened, and it would have literally had to have happened sometime
2: after the phone was invented. So, Uh, the first one would have been a home number. (laughs) Like, imagine I'm calling for a good time. Oh, I'll just get him Jeremy! (laughs) Jeremy!
1: Uh, Next up on the NFT market, the next thing you'll be able to purchase. Through NFTs is uh, Jane Savile's bent knee at the 2000 Olympics. Oh. So, <laughs> oh no, yeah. yeah, it's 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 you know not every piece of art is is uh, you know happy.
2: Well, if something good could come out of that situation, for Jane, for <laughs> Jane.
1: Uh, the next available NFT is the Year Nine Geography Desk, which I tagged. DFW, Uh, that was my very short-lived tag. Uh, I am very regretful. Name? (laughs) Yeah, please. I don't want to talk about it.
2: DFW.
1: (gasps) I tagged desks. Look, okay, I'm not happy about it. DFW, which stood for, don't f with That was what you'd say. You'd be like, don't f with DFW. With what though? (laughs) Well, that's it. You say, don't f with DFW. Oh, that's like, it was like a uh,
2: double DFW, DFW.
1: Yeah. So, next thing you can buy on NFT uh, the first person who had to show a doctor their hemorrhoids over a video conference during COVID lockdown. <laughs> so, that, that would have happened, I realized. Yeah. So, it would have been like right up to their video camera on their laptop. Like, yeah. So, what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> But the good news is you can now get the NFT to that whole video conference. (laughs) And the final thing going under the NFT hammer is the complete collection of Ian from Werribee's text messages
2: asking for more woods on Triple J. Oh, I tell you what, that would fetch a pretty penny.
0: Alex's
1: humiliation immortalised in non-fungible tokens.
2: I do have the screenshot of the Triple J text line of (laughs) my (laughs) absolute... Desperate, pathetic (laughs) texts. If you don't know what that's about, check out episode two of All Day Breakfast. (laughs) Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A
0: seventh coffee never hurt anyone. I feel a buzz.
2: Well, there is one time every week, Matt O'Kine, where DFW, the world DFWs, with Rant Dog. (laughs) Because... (laughs) We've seen over the last, you know, few Tuesdays that once he gets going, entire industries run for cover. Well, I mean, we're
1: seeing a mouse plague <laughs> at the moment taking over Australia and it could just be that they're all actually running towards you summoned by their god. Yeah. Li- <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> People think they're running from. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're running, running to.
1: Towards just, just harking, hark, harkening, the, the harkening call <laughs> of an angry right winger.
2: Right, and that's what that's what you turn into every now and then—a shock jock. Well, I could be right wing. Sure, rant, rant dog can be right wing. Rant dog can be left wing. You know what? Rant dog's not a fence sitter. Oh, okay. sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. he. he <laughs> I tell you what, he's not getting hemorrhoids from sitting on the picket. <laughs> that's for sure because he takes a bit uh, a bit of a stance when it comes to things. It's mainly he is on your side. If there's something out there which really annoys you, then we love you to send us a little voice memo explaining what it is. Okay, and uh, then you just let rant dog do the rest. Uh, and mm. today. Mel from Perth has gotten in touch because there's something that is getting Mel's goat.
1: Uh-oh. It's holding the lighter up to the, uh, the fuse. Let's <laughs> kick this off.
0: Hey, this is Mel from Perth, and I've got a topic for Rant Dog. Why do cooking utensils, pots, bowls, all those sorts of things come with stickers with such strong glue? It's so unnecessary. I don't want glue on my food.
1: Oh, dearie me, Matt. What do you think, Randog? I mean, because I, I, is she talking about like the the stickers on the bottoms of bowls and stuff? Have you ever tried to get those off?
2: Awful through the dishwasher. Oh, I've still got them from years ago. The bottoms of my bowls, half peeled, just just all scraped up on the bottom of the bowl. And I think, like most people trying to get a sticker off the bottom of a, of the bowl, Mel is only scratching the surface of this issue, <laughs> Matt O'Kind. because the problem goes. Deep. The full adhesive industry has Uh-oh. no idea Uh-oh. what they're doing. Take cover! And this goes back, right? You know, and this is true. I'm not making this up. The Don't pers- go with the glue companies, man. Well, Do not go. The person who invented the post it note, okay? <sighs> oh my God. The most easily removable adhesive in the world. You know how that got invented? How? They were trying to come up with the Super super glue of all time. The stickiest glue of all time. And what do they do? What do they get? The post-it note. Alright? So I feel that everyone in the adhesive industry has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> you want more proof? Yeah, Sure. I have seen many adhesives which are an absolute pleasure to remove. We've seen it on the front of TVs. We've seen it on phone screens. Phone screens? i got mine right now. It's a joy. We know (laughs) it's possible. Why (laughs) can't they be doing it on everything? Why am I scraping my fingernails down to the bone, (laughs) taking off millimeters at a time? Those poor claws. Can we figure this out, please? (laughs) Is it a cost issue? I'll pay extra. Just let us know. Anyway, I'm spent. <laughs> oh,
1: I feel so sorry for those little claws of yours just scratched up.
2: And you know what? Packaging what? in general. Scissors. Oh, i brought up a good point before. Stand back. Scissors. He's okay. going again. Why are, you, why are you tying up scissors to cardboard with cable ties? Something I need <laughs> to remove. Why do you think I'm buying scissors? You're part of the problem. <laughs> Anyways, there's a side issue. But it ain't. It ain't nothing less than the truth. No.
1: Oh, wow. Tell you what, you couldn't... Even the strongest adhesive in the world wouldn't keep your lips shut, that's for sure. I've blown (laughs) my top! (laughs) There's no stopping the truth getting
2: out of you, mate. You keep doing what you do. Sort it out. Thank you, Mel, for your message. Send us a voice memo if you'd like to get in touch with Red Dog. Order up.
1: Just how you like
2: it, perfect. All day breakfast.
1: Well, I woke up, Alex Dyson, and everything was fine until it suddenly hit me.
2: <gasps> this is a big week for me. That's it. You told us yesterday. Uh, going for the the great Australian dream uh, of owning a home, uh, attending your first ever auction, which uh, a lot of. How's this it going for these days due to the volatility <laughs> of the current market? Uh, but uh, it, it's no, it's not putting you off, Matt. You're going to no. be heading along. You've and been look, stretching I'm, the shoulder, the trigger finger. Well, getting ready I'm to, just, or you're going to, really, to go the eyebrow raise, the nod to the auctioneer.
1: I'm really nervous about like you know <laughs> jerking my hand up and like I had one of those like you know played it out in my head what if I accidentally bid you know five million dollars by accident and suddenly they're like, we have to hold you to that you know yeah. so I, I I am nervous I've never done it before I don't know what to expect I've seen it a lot on TV mm. you know and and I and I know that it's that there's a real tactic to uh, to winning an auction so I asked you what your advice is leading up to this uh, this big day. Well, I don't even uh, know
2: why you need to put it out even further. I've told you what you need to do. Start low, go slow.
1: Have you, okay, have you had any experience <laughs> with this? Or have you, have you, I mean, you said you went to an option. Oh you got I any stories?
2: Um, they didn't end up winning. They, it was a just bid as much as you can and wait for everyone else to drop off I mean, which isn't necessarily the tactic you want to go for unless you're spending a million dollars on nfts but um <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what my friend said she, she like as she was doing it in mm. Sydney she's like there is literally no tactic anymore yeah if you can afford it you will win it and people are
2: just like no one at the end, yeah no one at the end going <laughs> oh I can afford it, but this particular property probably isn't worth that much, <laughs> yeah. and so I'm not going to bid any higher. Um, so it is a little bit tricky. Um, you got to have your 10% deposit ready to um, mm. to pay on the day. I did not even know how to do that. Is it a bank transfer? Is it a bank check? You can get a bank check, yes, but then it's also, you know, as most people at auctions these days, paying 20% more. Than what it's, do you need to allow for that at the bank check? Can it be a direct transfer the next, on the Monday? Uh, oh who knows? God, I don't know. But we do get a few texts coming in. Um, Alex uh, messaged us on Insta saying, here's a good tactic for you to just put everyone else off on the way in. Park in the driveway of the place to assert dominance <laughs> as if you already live there. <laughs> just roll it in. Puddle. And I'd, re- I'd recommend opening the boot and bringing out your groceries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know? I,
1: I was thinking more just um as I get out of the car, like I drop just like... Money everywhere, like I'm like,
2: oh, whoops, is that money falling out of my pockets? And only pick up like the the gold coins, leave all the silver on the ground to show that you're just not desperate. Notes.
1: Like I just pick up the fifties, and then I just kick the fives and tens to the side for the dog to eat. That's what.
2: That's what I can't believe about auctions is like it goes up in like ten thousand dollars at a oh, time. I, I know
1: some of them. My friend was saying that they like they got their max, and then a bidder just went a hundred thousand more, and it's like. That is so much money to just be bid. like,
2: nah, 100 more, 100,000 more. That's so wild. Uh, Bort already also sent us a text um, with a different tactic here. Uh, Go hard, live beyond your budget. You deserve it, you rascal. So Thanks, Bort. Because the great thing, the, only, the best way to win an auction is to just keep putting up your hand until <laughs> it finishes. <laughs> and if you're the last one to put up your hand, you win. Well, you win, <laughs> yeah. That, that is... You deserve Not it wrong, Alex Tyson. Although, apparently uh, I had a friend Who I think was getting Like who'd been promised help By a, a rich family relative Or like a godparent Or something like that Older mm. Was like helping everyone out Had bought the kids' houses Was going to try and get them Get them a house Won the auction And then and then came up with some thing was like Oh, the money was in an overseas account I can't I can't oh, pay no. And apparently From <laughs> what I heard It was a debacle <laughs> Because then there's fire courts. The, the people who sell the house have to, what, start again? I don't yeah,
1: know. I know. And then you got to pay. The, the deposit goes. The, the 10% deposit well, goes. Well, they didn't pay the, the deposit. They didn't go. pay the
2: deposit. Like, they just didn't pay anything. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Rear, that's <laughs> not the best manoeuvre.
1: No, you got me scared. Um, but Chris is on the line. Chris, you learned to tip from someone.
0: Yeah, so I was I was building a house for a bloke who was pretty well off, had a couple of houses,
2: and was building another one. That sort of guy. Um, mm-hmm. And he said the auction technique he used was to just wait for the opening bid, and then raise his paddle for the second bid, and just
0: leave his paddle up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I guess bad. trying to trick people into thinking that he had unlimited cash. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. So it's and like, yet it's this like- guy is not. Going to go like he's not going to fold. So. And yet,
2: if they go, are you still bidding? It's like no, that was one bid. I've just it's just a really long second bid. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly, exactly.
1: I can't believe that that would work, and I certainly don't have the funds for that sort of shenanigans. But I mm. look, I'll, I'll see how I go because when you're doing that, you can't. It looks pretty crap if you then end up just folding a few bids later. You know what I mean? Like, you've really got to be it for the long run. Mm. But
2: um, thank you for that, Chris. The problem in there is as well, It's a, you're, obviously it was a wealthy person you were talking to. I want a non-wealthy person. How did they get away with winning <laughs> yeah. an auction? That, that's <laughs> yeah. some really good info. Um, James, what about yourself? You've, uh, you've got a bit of experience.
0: Yeah, I've bought a few at auction. Ooh. You can't go low and slow. You have to <laughs> absolutely power through. Are you Really serious? fast. I had totally worked on my last uh, my last auction win. I had an absolute hard budget of like eight ninety five, like no more. Okay. Opened the auction straight away, like pretty close, because let's face it, you're not going to get a bargain. No bargain <laughs> is going to happen.
1: Right. But okay. Opened,
0: opened at like eight twenty, eight twenty five. And the twenty other registered people just sigh thinking <laughs> what, are doing? what are doing? <laughs> why, why did I waste my Saturday yeah. morning on this?
1: Could have been hung and over then- in bed. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so another guy just was doing dribs and drabs of one thousand dollars at a time, talking with his wife. And then you just have to punch back in fives or tens and just keep just keep mm. going immediately straight away.
2: So you reckon the big bids to absolutely deflates everyone else. So they go one, you go five. They go five, you go ten.
0: And don't even think about it. Immediately come back to a five because you know you're going to spend the money. So <laughs> he del- deliberated for a while at eight ninety one, and I came straight back with eight ninety five. And he's like, "Nah, it's yours." So I won it. Happy hey. days for me. Okay,
2: there it is. The, crush, the crush people's souls.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Bro- so a couple of weeks later, I would go and then just check out the house. And uh, this guy comes over and he's the neighbor. And he was the guy that was the underbidder. So <gasps> oh. we're, having, we're having a chat. And then at the end, he's like, oh, James, well, do you mind what your budget was going to be? And I'm like, oh. I don't think you really want to ask me that. Oh. And he's like, nah come on. So that was going to be my last bid. Eight ninety-five. If he'd done eight ninety six, it would have been his. Just walked away. Oh. He had a low he had a low nine hundreds budget. And he's like, I just thought you'd full bottomless pockets.
1: Wow, oh, that's huge. All right. Well, look, good to know.
2: So <laughs> thank you so much, James. That's really cool info. We'll catch you later.
0: Yeah, sweet. Cheers. Bye.
2: Thanks, James. Uh well, learn anything from that. Yeah, get richer. <laughs> that, that's what I've learned. seems to be Have the more money. Best tactic I reckon <laughs> I reckon you should you know put aside an afternoon this week and make yourself like a bespoke auction paddle you know, because oh, you can okay. raise it. Instead of just – people just using their hands, you know. And if you if you like – you sort of make it a gold leaf kind of thing, <laughs> make it look – put diamonds on it or something do and you just know, have a paddle. Like when you used to go to the pub and you
1: and some guy would be like, oh, you want to play a game of pool? And you'd be like, yeah, you can yeah, – sure, we'll play against you. And then they, they take the little – cool cue off their backpack, you know, like yeah. they, they screw it together
2: and you're like, oh, man, this guy means business. Exactly. Same <laughs> as like at bowling, you know, you're using the sort of scuffed up house bowling balls and then you see someone come out and open, unzip their bag and they pull out this beautiful marbled dragon egg of a, of a bowling you know ball.
1: You know what should be on my paddle? Just a picture of like like 20, no, 19 pictures of all these different properties, yes. And then, and then the number twenty tile should just be a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Which one will this, exactly. will this be?
2: Number twenty? Crush the souls. <laughs> anyway, we're going to try and get some more advice throughout the week because, like you, we would w- love you to get into the property game. So this is the place to uh, to be listening as we watch Motokine try and get that toe in the door. Just don't stub it, mate. Okay. Well mankind for institutions that are meant to teach us how to deal with the world schools really don't have a clue what they're doing do they <laughs> for the most part I saw the story
1: um, in the in the news yesterday about a about an American school that is doing some pretty bizarre stuff with their photo shoots for their yearbook
2: oh it's a big it's a momentous day school picture day isn't it you would have gone along. How did Matt O'Kine go through school picture day? I'm
1: a little scarred because I remember in preschool, we got um, at my, at, you know, Tuong daycare growing up, we got the photo day. And mum refused to buy my photos one year because I was making a silly face. I was trying to smile. <laughs> you know how kids, you know how like toddlers, yeah, you, you ever like, ask like a toddler to smile? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. show your teeth. She's like, <clears throat> She was like, oh, what sort of silly face is this? I'm not buying this photo. Crushed. It was. It, that was. Oh, yeah. I tell you what. If 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 kids these days think Instagram brings <laughs> up some harsh, <laughs> you know, truths about their, you know, some some harsh feedback on their
2: photos. Have have a mum who doesn't like your your your, your four year old smile. But yeah. But a school in Flor- Florida, like many, put on the school photo day. All right, everyone went along. They said footy or Pepsi or what else did you? I'm say? a cheese person. Cheese. Cheese when a few people got their photos back, it seemed that the school had taken it upon themselves to edit some cleavage out of photos. Now, I say the word cleavage, and these are high school students, I would call it the faintest of shadows showing the natural human form.
1: Yeah. yeah, this I would is call the, it that. I actually find the Photoshop work that they did on it more offensive. <laughs> Like, some of this editing is absolutely
2: atrocious. Because we we talked about this before I'd seen the photos, and I saw it five minutes ago. I'm like, that's not cleavage at <laughs> yeah, all. That's right. Remember I said that? Yeah. You wouldn't even think it's cleavage. It was even... It's just, the che- it's just chest. With mainly top. It's sternum. Anyway, <laughs> what the school has done. And it's literally a single shade close to the colour. They've taken an eyedropper and then drawn some rectangles, uh, giving these particular students, a higher collar of straight black or mauve-coloured shirts. Now, and it's um, – I've been slammed, as many things are these days. But I tell you what, it is a bit of a stinker. I recommend a kind.
1: Dude, this brings back some, some, like a, some you know, dark moments in my times. I remember <clears> – <throat> I wish there was a Photoshopper around back when I was a bit younger. I remember – Under 10s, soccer, Turinga Rovers, okay, the team photo. Now, I'm the goalie, so you sit up the front, yeah, sitting on the the little thing. Mm -hmm. But instead of, you know, legs together with your hands, you know, your your fists on top of your knees, I had to hold the ball.
2: And so I had my legs apart a little bit, yeah.
1: But soccer shorts, very short, all right. I'm sitting there, front and center of the whole video, legs a little bit wide open, you could see straight through to my underpants.
2: And, so and needed I tell some you Photoshop.
1: what, Photoshop. When when one of my teammates, Michael's older sister, Gwen, <laughs> laughed at me for being able to see my underpants. Oh, oh I could have died. Did you? Um, it was the most embarrassing
2: thing ever. Did you have the, the good jocks on that day?
1: No, they were they were white with blue squares on them. It was really embarrassing. It wasn't a Calvin Klein logo in
2: sight? I'll tell you that much. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Well, the parents aren't happy. Um, saying our daughters of Bartram deserve an apology, one mum said. They're making them feel embarrassed about who they are. The school edited the yearbook pictures of the girls, but left pictures featuring boys wearing speedos unedited. School said it will refund the students' money if parents are not pleased with the yearbook. But, so bizarre. Um, school's being overly sensitive. I remember. Um, <laughs> I remember a kid at the school other school in Warrnambool who had a couple of weird rules when it came to these things. The one, school did, yeah. Which one was the two brick rule, where students of opposite genders had to sit the length of two bricks apart at the Wow recess. <laughs> Why bricks? I don't know. They could have said thirty centimeters. I don't know. It's like it's like when you you know
1: how like when like when the COVID restrictions come in and there's signs and it's like. You must stay one rhinoceros away from a person. So yeah. like, I
2: don't know how big a rhinoceros is. I re- remember when <laughs> we were doing Triple J, we f- picked up an article I th- from The Age or something that said, um, oh, this particular thing weighed the equivalent of two tapirs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway, that's right. anyway, They also had one way corridors. And I remember one kid one time Wait, got in trouble. What? They had one way corridors. You couldn't walk uh, down. Why? Because the flow of traffic, Matt O'Kine. but people had their locker right in the door, so if they forgot something, they couldn't walk back against the flow. I know. They get no! taken out to sea, like in building. a rip, exactly, <laughs> and head back in. But I also I remember the best story is one kid um, got a detention because he was eating a banana in the corridors at lunchtime. You weren't allowed to go inside at lunchtime, but his detention slip oh, said God. reason for detention. It said eating a banana. And he sent that into Rove McManus for the segment, What the? <laughs> and then Rove ran it out on, on air, absolutely riffed over the school, was like, What? What kind of school is this? <laughs> and so then he got another 20 detentions. The reason for it was sending in detention slip to What the? No. <laughs> and he almost sent in that as well, but he didn't want to push his luck. So anyway, let us know when your school. Has been uh, a little bit over <laughs> over sensitive. Yeah, because- weird school rules. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because I've got to tell you, for people who are meant to know what they're doing, a lot of the time they're a bit out of touch. <laughs> Well, Matthew, that brings us to the end of another all-day breakfast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's always nice to hang out with you. And we'll be back with another upfront, topical, hot-off-the-press all-day breakfast for you tomorrow.
1: Yeah, don't forget, if you want to light Rat Dog's fuse, then send in <laughs> at matt.n.alex anytime, place, a voice message of what's really getting your goat. Until then, don't
2: F with anyone. Especially not DFW. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
0: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.